The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You're listening to the Wellness Her Way podcast. I'm your host, Gracie Norton, and I'm so excited to provide you with a space where you get to shape what wellness feels like to you. Wellness Her Way is where we make a home of our body, mind, and soul instead of jumping on trends for short-term results. We've got one body. We're going to nourish it, love it, respect it, and embrace it through all its forms. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Wellness Her Way. Today we have a very special guest with us, Joey Muccio. He's a pilot, wellness creator, and my boyfriend. Let's go. (laughs) He's excited to chat with you guys. Valentine's Day is right around the corner, so it's the perfect time for us to share this episode with you guys just about all things relationships and wellness, but whether you're single or in a relationship or just hoping to align yourself with someone who is like-minded, then this is the episode for you. I think I want to start chatting about a change that both of us went through this year, which is moving from like a small town to St. Pete. I grew up in Mooresville. Joey grew up in Melbourne. Beach. Yes, he's from Florida. Small town. Yeah, but both of us lived in a small town and we moved to St. Pete around the same time, which is funny. Like a couple months. Why did you decide to move to St. Pete? I just needed a change, honestly. Well, first off, this is a first time living during college. I lived with some buddies, but after that, went back home mm-hmm. to my hometown. And then till I was 27, I was flight instructing. I was still living with my parents. How was it living with your parents? It was great. You liked it? Yeah, it was, it was good. I mean, you know, so you get to save a lot of money. Like I got along with my parents, so it was super comfortable. And I was gone a lot because then I was flight instructing. So I'm working like six days a week. And I started working with an airline, my first airline. And then I was spending half the time in New York. But it was good until, you know, I just needed a change. I wanted to move out and I wanted to try something new when I switched over to my current airline. And then I was just like the most convenient spot I could be, like being close to an airport and being in Florida would be Tampa or St. Pete. And there is a really big like wellness community here too, which I love. That's one of the things that I was looking out for and just like living by the water, being in the sun. Like you and I were just talking about that because we just got back from Costa Rica, how healing the sun Yes. salt water is and like being on the beach we have to like, go to the ocean more <laughs> <laughs> i know i just start getting out of the sun a little bit. we're like boat days it is like it's so much yeah. fun so if you've been on the fence about moving or maybe you live in the small town saint pete is such a good place to live i feel like we're both in the time of our life you're 29 i'm 27 there wasn't anything that was tying me to my you know to mooresville or to Same. indiana and so i feel like for me it was like that perfect time to just make that change and it was the best decision that i made last year Yeah, same. I want to know what stage you were in in life before we met and what your relationship with wellness was and then like kind of how you knew you were ready for a relationship. Well, I mean, wellness wise, wellness has always been a huge part of my life. Well, fitness, like just growing up doing every sport under the sun and then like getting really into fitness with wrestling. And then after wrestling, I was just like a really skinny kid that just wanted to get bigger, get jacked basically. And then Joey loves getting jacked. I love getting jacked. <laughs> well, now I just want to get jacked and fast. He so eats I'm also protein and gets jacked. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pretty much. That, that's my life. But I just want to get bigger because I was always a really small kid. So it just wasn't something that I had naturally or grew up being like this big, stronger kid. I was always, you know, grew up in, like in high school wrestling 103, but like the lowest weight class for freshman and sophomore year. And even senior year, like 138, you know, so I was still a pretty small kid my senior year. So from there, just to fill that void, which a lot of people do, like after they play sports, you fill that void with the gym or, 
you know, starting to run marathons and stuff. So then when I moved here, I was just, I mean, just training for the Leadville 100. So I was running a lot. So in the beginning of moving here, I didn't really meet that many people because I was just like always. What is the Leadville 100? It's a a 100 mile foot race in the mountains of Leadville, Colorado. I've never been a huge runner. So it took me a long time and a lot of miles to like get ready for that race. On weekends, I was doing my longer run. So I wasn't really going out and partying and meeting that many people. So in that time in my life, I was really just focused on reaching these fitness goals, you know, finding my own way and just kind of going to work and training and yeah. living a healthy lifestyle. But running in itself in that phase for you was like a new, a new phase challenge. Of, yeah, a new challenge and a new phase of wellness. I just started running distance a little bit more. I feel like you just have more time to be like deeper in your thoughts. Yeah. And it's kind of meditative. So that was like my fitness or wellness journey at that time in my life. And then how I knew that I was ready for a relationship. It took me probably eight months after my last relationship where I was like, okay, you know, still, you know, in the groove of not being ready. And then you kind of just realize there's good things about being single, but there's also a lot more to being in a great relationship. I think there's a lot of value in spending a lot of time by yourself, finding out a lot about yourself. But I think being in a relationship is just better all in all. So it's not like I was kind of like, I was never on the apps and searching and searching and searching, but I was always open to meeting the right person. And then it just kind of, it kind of happened. How important do you think it was to like have that time to yourself? Huge. Before getting into a relationship? Huge. I mean, I think that's super important. I mean, yeah. just being comfortable and happy being alone is something you need to have before getting in a relationship. Like a relationship, another person shouldn't make you happy. It should make you happier. And a lot of people like, you can say, oh, like, People who say I'm not ready for a relationship, that just means that you're just not the right person, right. which I think is true a lot of the time. But right when you get out of a relationship, there is definitely a time period where you're not ready for a relationship because it's just too soon. You know, for some people, some people could just jump into the next one, jump yeah. into the next one. But I think there is a, a time frame. But then all in all, most of the time when you say that after a few months, it's just because they're not the right person, you know? <laughs> That's true. But I think that time alone and like the reflection time is important. You get to reflect on what you learned from the previous relationship. And two, you know, we're constantly evolving, getting to know the newest version of yourself, getting to focus on your goals, and then understanding like how the person that you may meet in the future will like intertwine with where you're at. So those were our mindsets going into the first date and then how we met. So I love this story. <laughs> Joey loves this story. So much. Well, I think there's like two parts of it that I really like. So I made a TikTok about moving to St. Pete and then I made another one about dating and someone had tagged Joey. I saved the comment and I think I showed you. I yeah. the comment. Anyways, there was a comment tagging Joey. I was like, oh, you all Shout should Shout out meet. to Molly. She commented just like, oh, you guys would be perfect for each other. And, you know, my TikTok and my content is for the girls. So anytime there's a guy tagged, I'm like, what? Who is this? So anyways... Went to your page, saw that you were into wellness, obviously. Saw you were really cute. I was like, okay, my girl's got good taste. And then, yeah, I just, I sent him a DM on Instagram. I was on a walk when I DM'd you actually. And I was just. Yeah. Also though, on my end, I showed you this. Oh yeah, I forgot. forgot. I totally yeah. forgot. So one of my friends, you know, when you're single <laughs> Everybody for a long period of time. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you should meet this girl or this or whatever. One of my friend's wife was just sending me girls in my DMs. Like, oh, <laughs> this girl, well, really not that many. She gets woman of the year. But like two. And she sent me one girl. I was like, yeah, it's really not my type. 
And then she sent me your profile. And then I was like, yeah, she's my type for sure. And this time I, I wasn't really ready like to meet the right person probably. Full circle into your DMs or into your TikTok. Oh, nice. and, yeah. then you, and then you DM me and then I realized it a month later. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw that, that comment and then I just reached out to him. I sent him a message and I was just like, oh yeah, let me know if you'd ever want to go on a walk. And then that night... He was like, yeah, let's go on a walk. I've talked about this in Sydney's episode too, but I think a walk is a really great first date. So if you are trying to figure out what the best first date is, I think it's casual, your body's moving. It's it's movement. It, it's more comfortable too, like sitting down. You know, it's not as comfortable as a walk either. This is true. So when you get your body moving, it's easy to have good conversation. And also if you aren't vibing with the person, it's easy to be like, oh, you know, I got to go or like turn around on the walk. That's literally all you have to do. Yeah, that's so. true. Half a mile in, you're like, all right, I don't really walk that much. Actually, <laughs> actually my legs are pretty bad. I'm going to turn around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, easy out. With the dinner, you got to sit there, you know, maybe get dessert. You know, it's a it's long a whole process. Thing, but. Thankfully, everything went well. And it did. We, we walked like six walk. miles. We did. We went on a long walk. So that was that was our first date. That's how we met. I wouldn't change it. I thought it was I thought it was perfect. I think there's nothing worse in a relationship or even like from the first date. Like my mindset going into it was not like, oh my gosh, like I wonder if he's gonna like me. It's just like, oh, I wonder if I'm gonna like him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like at that's this a good point, way to think about it. It's like I am who I am. You are who you are. I think if you go into a first date already on the fence of like wondering if somebody else is going to like you. It's like, that is what makes you so special is that like you show up as yourself unapologetically. And then if somebody else doesn't like you for that or, and that's not a bad thing. Like you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, you know, but yeah. it's just like, I'm sure we both have done that in the past. Like going oh, into it, sure. like, I just want them to like me. I just want right, them to like me. I just right, want them to like right. me. But it totally just change like, the flow of like the date. Uh, screws it up. Yeah. Totally screws it yeah. up. You're not yourself. It's just, it feels forced. You're more nervous. If you just go into it like, this is me. You know? Exactly. They're yeah. going to like me or they're not. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'm going to see if I like them. You know, and that's a great way to go into a, a first date. What is funny is that although, you know, I reached out to Joey on Instagram and we had our walk and, and whatnot. I obviously, I tell my mom everything. She was like, oh, let me see a picture. So I showed her a picture of you and she was like, oh my gosh. I know this guy. Like she acted like she actually knew you. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I have seen him. I'm like, where have you seen him? My mom walks every single morning for like miles on end. And she's like, oh my God, this is the best looking guy in St. Pete. He, he's running. He runs all the time. I'm like, how do you know who this is? We she's must like, be on the same schedule. She goes, I mean, I almost stopped him and I almost like spit my water out. She was like, I was like, what would you have said? I wish, <laughs> I goes, wish she would have stopped goes, me. I was going to ask him if he had a girlfriend <laughs> because I think <laughs> that him and my daughter would be a perfect match. I was like, oh my God. I just so, could imagine that. Like I waited a little bit to tell you that story, but not very long because it was just so funny. I love that story. <laughs> I wish she would have stopped me. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when she told me, like, I, I thought I was going to show her a picture and show her something that she hadn't seen. And She's like, she I've seen definitely <laughs> seen you. And was I planning on stopping her so you. Many times. Probably. Oh, my gosh. That would have been the other way we would have met, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things, too, that we both prioritize and, like, a question that I get a lot, too, is, like, balancing a busy schedule with wellness and, like, the fact that it was already a part of our lives before we met each other. Like, how do we hold each other accountable? I know you have a busy schedule being a pilot and 
I admire like your consistency because you figure out a way to make it a part of your day. Like there's not an option for you not to have no. a workout or anything like that. So talk about your schedule and, and how your mindset works in terms of how you choose to prioritize it. Yeah. In terms of holding each other accountable, I think it's great that we don't have to hold each other accountable. Yeah. Like it's just kind of part of both of our lives. But for me, it's just part of the daily routine. And it has been for a long time. Like I'm, I'm going to lift five, six, sometimes seven days a week. And then now with my current run plan, I'm running six days a week. So it's just like, it is what it is. Like when I wake up, I know what I'm doing for my workout. I know what I'm doing for my run. No matter where I am, you know, sometimes something crazy happens and I can't do it. But 99% of the time, you're just squeezing it in. But like my routine is changing How did, how did you constantly. get to that point where it's just like, this is what I'm going to do? Probably with the last two years, I've always followed a plan. Before then, I was always just making up my own plans and just, okay. I just loved it. So I was doing it. But now what's even better, and if anybody does struggle with following a routine or getting themselves to the gym, it's like follow a plan, find somebody, get on the app, you know, some fitness app or whatever. I have mine, but there's so many free videos or whatever, free workout plans or run plans on the internet. It's just look at what you're doing the next day and then know what's going to be part of that day. So just following a plan will keep you on track. Keep you on schedule. I think the biggest thing too in a relationship with wellness is ritualizing it, making it something that's fun and not like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we have to work out or like, oh, let's just get this over with. You know, whether it's even something as simple as like playing music before you work out or like just getting in a good mood before yeah. You, yeah. Before you work out is huge. It changes the whole like momentum and the whole vibe. Yeah. And in the beginning, I talk about this a lot. It's like in the beginning with this, these wellness routines or specifically from my experience, workouts in the beginning, it can, it could be like that. It could be like, oh my gosh, I have to work out. Oh my gosh, I have to, have to, I have to hit this run. And it's like that because you're bad at it and because it's not part of the daily routine yet. And you haven't seen the results yet. But the yeah. second you start working out consistently, the second you start running more consistently, you get faster, you get bigger, you get stronger. That compounds like it's like a, a snowball effect. Yeah. And then that gives you the motivation to keep going. And even with like other wellness, hitting the ice bath, hitting the sauna, eating better, they all make you feel better. So then you want to continue to do them. I completely agree. I think either if you're feeling like exhausted after a workout, like nobody wants to feel that way. Like the more you do it, you'll feel, you start to feel energized, you know, yeah. like it's going to, not feel great at first because you're just starting to develop the routine yeah. and develop consistency. But what advice do you have? What have you learned just like from our relationship so far about developing some type of routine together or like incorporating wellness habits as part of the relationship? I mean, like just make it fun. Even like eating healthy, you know, cook together, make it like an event, play some music, whatever, light some candles, wake up in the morning, do the ice bath to get like, if it's something new for one person, it's like, that's fun. Like, hey, experience this thing that I do a lot, but maybe it's new to you. On your end of that, that's like cooking healthier. Yeah. I mean, before I met you, I was Mr. Chicken Tender. <laughs> yeah, tell them what you're eating before we met. Chicken tenders I mean, every night for dinner. Yeah, I did a lot of like steak salad. So it wasn't all, but a lot of the time, I, I mean, I'm a guy who loves convenience and like <laughs> speed. You know, yeah. so I'm like chicken tenders in the air fryer or in the toaster oven, some honey mustard sauce or Chick-fil-A sauce. I'm good to go. That's it. You know, there's my protein, there's my calories, whatever. But you're more of like, let's chop the peppers and the onions 
Emily. Emily doesn't like chopping. <laughs> I don't like things that take time. <laughs> and, I, and I don't really like like onions and pepper. I'm like, what, what do these onions and pepper do? do He's for like, my do health? these have protein in them? Well, I, did not, I know they don't have protein in them. <laughs> no, they don't, but they taste good. That's yeah. the body and flavor to the meal. But I've I've enjoyed it and it's it's good. I mean, I'm eating healthier. I'm eating more vegetables. Like, you know, these are the things that you're keeping me more accountable on is like the healthy eating and those sort of routines. Yeah. And maybe I'm motivating you more in like the physical fitness yeah, type of stuff. Definitely. It's like if, if one person's prioritizes wellness more than the other person, or let's say your partner doesn't prioritize wellness at all. I don't think, you know, I don't think trying to change somebody or doing it in a forceful way is ever going to result in a long lasting change. And two, it's yeah. like somebody's not enjoying it. You don't want to put your partner through something that like they don't naturally enjoy, you know, like at first I might be like, okay, this is new to me, but I think, yeah, making it fun, seeing if they also enjoy it once they're trying something new is huge, but I don't think you should try to to change somebody because I feel like it brings you joy. Taking care of yourself makes you happy. For sure. So if it's not something that somebody naturally wants to do, then I don't think it's always best to try to change that person. But if it matters to you to try to find somebody who also like, really has that desire to take care of himself or just show up for themselves every day. And whether it's through food, workouts, or like going on daily walks or hiking, whatever their hobby is, to be passionate about taking care of their body is like attractive to me. That's something that you need to have a conversation about. Early. Very early on because yeah, that's going to be a really big part of the future that you guys have together. So I would say have that conversation sooner than later. And you should also not change for somebody else. So like if you care about it, and they don't, and let's say they want to just like sit on the couch all day, which is totally fine. You can have. And they're you know, like, you don't have days. to work out. Like I wouldn't be able to handle it. Like you're like, you don't have to work out today. You know, you just do it tomorrow. Yeah, you should like, always just do you. If, yeah. if your partner is trying to make you feel bad for wanting to prioritize yourself, I, I think that's can be really toxic. So do the best that you can. You maintain your routine and your schedule and just have that conversation with them because I think it could be an issue. For sure. Down the road. Hey, this is Sammy Clark. And this is Sammy Spalter. We are best friends, co-founders of our wellness platform, Form, and now hopefully your new favorite podcast host with our new podcast, Transform. We started Transform because we are constantly having all of these big life chats. So we thought it was time to bring the conversations to the mic for you to join in, knowing we can all relate to the forming the best version of ourselves. We will be chatting it up from everything from self-love, health and wellness, relationships, owning a business, and all of the other hills and valleys that is this big, beautiful life. Tune in every week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. See you See soon. You soon. One of the things that we also both agree on, which is rare to find, is that we we don't drink that much. We don't party yeah. that much. How do you shape an ideal like date night that's not centered around drinking or have that conversation with your partner? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't a huge part of either of our lives, so it's kind of easy. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing with, you know, if one person's a really big drinker and you're not, that's just like the fitness situation. They're yeah. going to be trying to get you to go out more and drink and they're going to say, oh, you you're no fun. You're no this because that's how they have fun. Right. That's their, their like outlet. For us, our outlet, our fun is Sleep. more fitness and health base, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's just like, it's two different kinds of fun. 
So same thing there. Don't try to change the other person. But I think, I mean, drinking is not healthy. It's just not healthy. But I think it is good to let loose every once in a while, have fun, have a drink or two. You don't have to go get blacked out. But like I'm an 80-20 kind of guy. I love to be focused, zoned in 80% of the time. The other 20% of the time, I'll have a drink. I'll eat some cake and cookies and whatever because I know it's not that detrimental, you know, to do that every yeah, once in a while. You got to have balance and yeah, have balance. fun. But just because that's that person's idea of fun, it doesn't make it wrong, you no. know? But it's just a different idea of fun. Yeah. So just find somebody who aligns with your, with idea, your of idea of fun. Yeah. It makes the relationship so much easier. And then you don't build resentment. You don't argue, you know, because you're you're both aligned. So I would say that's really big. Like I really value that, that we both are on the same page yeah. when it comes to that. So Joey and I don't live together, but we spend most nights together. Wow, and I yeah. think building a, a wind down routine is important. Yeah. I mean, your, your morning, your next day starts at night. So it's like the type of sleep that you're getting, what time you're going to bed. So like habits you incorporate together. And if your partner, you know, isn't on the same page or not going to bed at the same time, it's not the end of the world. But there are some things that I think help that we changed recently, which is not watching as much TV. Yeah. Before bed. I, I think, think trying to pick like a time where either it's like a TV off time or an in-bed time. Yeah. Which we're we're still trying to get better at. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also think that even when it comes to like intimacy or just feeling like more connected at night is like, you know, when we get into bed, it's like Phones. not a ton of like scrolling on our phones until you yeah. fall asleep. We're not just hopping into bed and like laying there individually scrolling on our phones and just talking to each other. Like I think sometimes, which Joey and I are still, it's a, it's a fresh relationship, but I feel like we're also best friends. And I think yeah. it's easy when you spend so much time with somebody to be like, okay, like we've been talking all day. Like what else is there to talk about, you know? Yeah. But I like that we like have conversation before bed and we're not scrolling on our phones and like we'll even like play games or whatever it is before we fall asleep. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I think that's important. Like, yeah. first off, it just helps you sleep better as well. Yeah. So it's another little health, time. health habit. Yeah. Just to get off of that screen. Because when I was single, you know, that that was something that I was doing. Same. And I my would just sleep scroll was, on TikTok before yeah. bed. Yeah. And I, I was like staying up way later. Yeah. But now that it's like, put the phone down. I mean, I'll bring and pass out while you scratch my back. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fall asleep pretty fast. Yeah. Once the phone's down. But like your bed is for... Sleep. Yes. And some other things, but it's mostly sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, you know, out yeah, on like the couch. Yeah, no TV in the bedroom. I like that. Yeah, no, no TV, TV in, the in the bedroom. bedroom. Like yeah. out on the couch in the living room, that's where we watch TV. When we get up, brush our teeth, we know it's bedtime. Like there's yeah. no more scrolling, this and that. You know, we'll scroll every once in a while just yeah. a little bit. But most of the time it's phones down, talk a little bit, pass out. Yeah. So I want to ask you for the people that are always asking me, how is it dating a pilot? Because I'm gone a lot. People are like, Oh man, like how do you have enough time for your girlfriend? Or like when you have kids, like I want to hear it from your perspective. Yeah, I think for me, I, you know, you're on reserve right now. So essentially he doesn't have a set schedule. And when he's on call, he may get called and there's no promises of whether or not that call is like going to come. Yeah. But when it does come, he has a few hours and then he may have a four day trip. It may be a one day trip. So, you know, when he's on call, we don't really make set plans because obviously I don't know if he's going to have to to go and work for me because I have also a busy schedule. I'm required to be like very flexible. And so I think because I have that mindset and I'm not working a nine to five and it just, 
it doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't phase me. And it, it's, it's easy because nine times out of 10, like you're not working more than you are working. Yeah. That, that was very true. <laughs> yeah. Like being on call. So as a pilot, you can choose for what we call a line, which is when, when the month schedule comes out, you usually have more guaranteed days off, but on your days that you're flying, you know exactly where you're going to be, all your layovers, all that stuff. But you'll probably average around like 15 to 18 days off. But what I like to do most of the time is sit on call and I sit on long call. So it's a 12 hour call out. So, you know, you have a lot of time to get to the airport when they call you, but I have 12 guaranteed days off the rest of the 18 days of the month available. But the most I've ever worked since I've been here in, in the Tampa Bay is like eight days a month. So that's why I kind of like it because I, I usually do get more days yeah. at home, but you know, we don't have set plans. We don't have kids. We don't have any of these things yeah. that like, I like that would make it a lot harder if like yeah. I had to make it to my kid's baseball game or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we don't have any sort of responsibility. So I just kind of live my life. Yeah. And and I'm able to live that kind of schedule and it works out for me at the moment. But with that said, I'm home a lot. Yeah, you are home a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say the schedule bothers me at all again, like in the future when you have a family and things like that. There's just more variables involved. But when we're talking about the present, no, I mean. Yeah. I'm super busy when, when you're gone, I'm just like working, you know? Yeah. So, and then it is nice to have time to ourselves and time apart and miss each other. And yeah, you know. I like that aspect of the job. Yeah. yeah. I think it, to, it's like, Oh, go and fly and yeah, I'm gone for four travel. days. Like it creates that. Oh, I miss you. Like, I can't, can't wait to see you again. You're enthusiastic about what you do and you like your job. Like I, you know, sometimes like you complain when you get yeah. called, but it's like, you still like what you do. Yeah, you have a cool job and the yeah. schedule. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. On the other end of things, did you have any reservations about dating somebody who is on social media and creates content? No. no. I mean, honestly, not that like I needed the person to be doing that. But like, I think it's, I think it's something that since I do it, it's hard for the other people to kind of understand. Because it's not like... You can kind of, you could work like a lot of weird hours. Like you're editing late at night, like with you cooking or with me working out. It's like, whoa, whoa hold on. I, I got to get the shot. Yeah. You know, I got to get the shot of this workout and like we help each other. Or like we understand the phone eats first. Like <laughs> the phone always eats first. The phone's always eat first. Like if we're cooking dinner, just we're for doing. You guys. Yeah. It's like if it was just you doing that and I didn't do social media, I'd be like, dude, I'm freaking starving right now. <laughs> yeah. I just want to eat this steak yeah. salad and be done with this. I would get more frustrated, but I know yeah. what it's for, the yeah. finished product. Like, You're really patient. He understands the process and yeah. he takes good photos and yeah, he gets it. Yeah. So yeah. like I wanted, I wanted that, honestly. I was kind of nervous about that initially because it's like, oh my gosh, we're both kind of doing the same thing. But I think the cool thing is, is that like we're able to like learn from each other, help each other out. Yeah. And we do, we both understand the process. It doesn't cause any tension. It's just like, we get it. Yeah. It's not a burden for either of yeah. us. And I also like that we are both creating wellness content, you know, that yeah. you're creating content that's helping people and sharing your workouts and what you eat in a day. It very much aligns with the things that I share. So exactly. I think that also was one of the things that I really liked right away. Yeah. When it comes to supporting each other and like future wellness goals and holding each other accountable in general, it's just like, I know that your routine now makes you feel good. Like you're training for 
a really big race coming up. Am I allowed Same to say with the you. name of it? Am I allowed to say the name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Joey's training for a speed project right now. And one of the things that I like admired about him right away was that you choose to train for yes. yeah, new challenges. New races. And I thought it was so cool that like you're always like pushing your body to like its limits and wanting to improve and things like that. So you're training right now too for something. Yes. I'm training for a half marathon, Yeah, but no, I think it's really fun to support each other. And yeah, I think when it comes to holding each other accountable, like you said, it's not something that we necessarily like have to do. And what I like is like, when we work out, like you'll go and do like your workout or your run and let's be like, okay, like go crush it. I'll do mine. And yeah. then it's always fun when we're done to be like, okay, we How did your it. Run you know? or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a hey, good work. Yeah. But like Joey helped me a lot with learning how to like build my stamina and the importance of following a plan <laughs> and electrolytes and things like that. But yeah. it is really fun to support each other. So even if you're not an athlete, like I am not naturally a runner and I think I might do a mini episode on training for a half marathon and kind of like what it's like to be a beginner and train for something like that just because I think there is a lot to learn, but it is cool to be able to support each other. And I'm excited to be a part of the speed project and go watch you run. And just yeah. knowing that like how accomplished you'll feel when you finish, like it already makes me happy knowing that you're going to crush it. So. And same thing for me, like I've never ran a race, like a half or a marathon to like just go run with somebody and pace yeah. somebody. Yeah. So it'd be cool to run with you. Oh my gosh, you're going to pace me. Oh, yeah, I'm for nervous. sure. <laughs> you know, try to push you and, and, you know, have you hit your, your goal pace. We should have a, should be a two hour goal, which I think a two hour goal is like a nine minute pace. I mean, you just ran 10 miles at an eight thirty, And for anybody who's listening and hasn't ran a race before, like running by yourself in training is a lot harder than the actual race. The actual race, there's people there. There's a lot of energy. There's a lot of runners. There's music. There's, I mean, like running a race is what made me believe in energy. Like it's real. Yeah. Like you feel a lot better. You're significantly faster, in my opinion, from my experiences, than you are in your training runs. As long as, you know, everything goes right fuel-wise and, and all the other factors. But if you did that at an 830 pace, I mean, we should, you know, you should at least have a time goal of, of two hours. Okay, we'll set a time goal. Okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you keep each other accountable right there. Right that's there. a real life okay. situation. We're going we're gonna to have a time goal. We're going to get into the Q&A portion. You guys sent in so many great questions. We both posted polls on our Instagram. So we're going to go through the questions that you sent in. Honestly, I was smiling the whole time scrolling through these because you guys asked so many Great Incredible questions. questions. I was showing Joey and he was just like, yeah, these are really great. So Compared to my side. <laughs> you were not even going to say. <laughs> I didn't get that many great so questions. Many questions that came in. I got some craziness Joey on my I got end. some crazy questions. My girls understood the assignment and they have really, really great questions. So we're going to go through a few of them. Let's do it. Okay. The first question is, how do you know you found someone worth investing in? The swipe culture is hard. Knowing yourself is the first step because if you know yourself and who you are, it's easier to establish the things that you are going to prioritize when you're looking for a person. Like I said, at some point, you know, especially with social media, you have endless access to people. It's just out there. But I think when you find somebody that aligns with the things that, that you find important and you meet somebody and it just feels, it feels easy, organic and authentic. Yeah. And it, it feels like the puzzle fits. Like it's, they're adding near happiness like we talked about. Mm -hmm. It's not something that's inconvenient or 
you feel like you need to change or you need to change them. You in both the beginning. fit together really well, just being who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, so much- and then going from there, you learn more about each other. And then, I mean, obviously you just have to take that leap in the beginning to, to want to get to know them more. Yeah. But then over time, it's like, okay, yeah, I can see this going the distance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one's good. How to have the conversation about exclusivity. Joey and I were actually talking about this the other night. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life where one, I don't like gray areas. I do not thrive in gray areas. Number two, I've been in situations where it's like you care about somebody, but you want to act like you don't care. And that just is not for me. So it's like, if I know what I want and I know how I feel, like I'm going to express that. And once you express that, it's not a problem if the other person doesn't want to be exclusive or if they don't feel the same way or they're not aligned with you. Like either way, it's a win. So 100%. you say I how you feel it. and it's like, hey, like this is how I feel. This is what I want because you're, you're going to save yourself so much time. So if you are the girl and you're like, ah, I don't want to be the one to bring it up, you're saving yourself time and you're yeah. winning because you just know the answer sooner and you don't have to cause yourself the stress of like, oh my gosh, is he talking to other people? Or like, what does he want? Just ask. It's literally that simple. If you have a question, ask. And if you leave the conversation feeling unsure, that is your answer. And that's yeah. how I feel. And we're probably thinking the same thing too. Like, Yeah. How is it from a guy's perspective? On the guy and you're wondering too, like, okay, am I just one of the people on the roster? You know who, you know, so, yeah, so it, it's kind of better to do earlier than later. Obviously you don't want to do it like date read, number one, two or three. Read the vibe also. Yeah. If, you're with the, if you're with this guy and you see like 10 girls popping up on his phone, texting him, yeah. you can obviously get the vibe before you ask. So it's not coming out of the blue. And I think find the right time to ask, but you don't want to do it too soon. But if you feel a certain way, I think you should always just say how you feel. And For if sure. the other person doesn't reciprocate or- Communication. They you know find it awkward that you asked, then you have your answer, but never feel like- awkward or like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like you should always say what's on your heart and what's on your mind. And, and what you want. And what you want. Yeah. Never feel bad for saying what you want. How do you handle work and relationship time? I think Ooh, both of us are working Kind of constantly working. Yeah. But I think we do a good job being present. We'll be editing on our phones. Like I feel like you and I, and this is such a blessing in a relationship if you can be sat next to each other like doing something and just like be together doing what you need to be doing and like you don't have to be talking 24 7 and just knowing that each other's there is nice but also knowing when to put the phones down like when we're making dinner 90 percent of the time the phones are down you know yeah like i feel like we do a good job not constantly working and i think you do a really good job of that like you're aware when, when you're working and like if i need something or if like i ask for something you're like boom You'll put the phone down. I see that in you and I'm like, oh, I have to be more like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, most of the time, like we are, I think we have a good balance. Like we, we're, we're, we're able to do both and it's not, a, it's not a huge deal. I think part of that is when you care about somebody, you want to be present with that person. I love my job, so I have fun working, but I also like shutting my phone off and just spending time with you. Just having a cutoff time and maybe even it's, it's like, yeah, like Same making like dinner, phones go down. Definitely maybe. in bed, phones go down. Yeah. What are your healthy communication tips and do you recommend joint workouts? I would say with communication, we like to FaceTime. I think FaceTime is great. Yeah, rather than text. Yeah. For think, sure. Yeah, I think like checking in, I'll text you, but I'm not going to like send you a novel about my day. I'd rather just like talk to you on the phone Oh, absolutely. It. If you're listening to this and- you're my friend, you know that I'm not, I can get like kind of overwhelmed by text. So I like FaceTime. And then, yeah, when it comes to joint workouts, 
I think working out together every once in a while is really fun, but I think you should definitely 80% of the time do your workouts on your own, especially if yeah. that's the part of your day that it's is like meditative, decom- that time to focus just on you. And I think when it comes to wellness or fitness, like that is your you time, at least for me. But yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the couple. I yeah. think we're both aligned on that. And if you're somebody that needs somebody to work out with you for motivation, I mean, hey, if you're getting in the gym, all power to you, you know, pump that, that you're getting in there. But I think you should start going to the gym alone every once in a while. Or going on runs alone every once in a while because yeah. you don't want to rely on someone else for your health and fitness. Yeah. I think it depends on the relationship. If that's what you guys like to do together, maybe you're working nine to fives and that's like your time to bond together. Then I think that's great. I think it just depends on yeah. your schedules and your careers and things like that. So it can vary. What is your favorite wellness habit that Joey has taught you? Maybe that you didn't practice before. Okay. I wouldn't say this is my favorite wellness habit. Ice bath. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> Definitely my not favorite. Your favorite. <laughs> uh, but it's something new that I've tried. I mean, I've done an ice bath before, but I think the most consistently I've done it was, I don't know, after the new year, I have done for like a week straight. And yeah. It, it's good. It, you're uncomfortable. It forces you. Like when I'm in there, I'm not thinking about anything else but surviving through the two to three minutes that I'm in there. Yeah. So I think it was a fun way to just overcome my mind. And it was just like a new experience for me. And then long distance running. And I really do enjoy that. It's been something that I've grown to love. So those are the two things. What about you? What's what's something that I've incorporated more into your, I'd into say your wellness routine? Cooking. Cooking. For sure. Yeah. It's like more elaborate recipes and just healthier eating, honestly. Yeah. And then skincare. <laughs> we did a cryo masks today. I don't do a great a great job at like tongue scraping and stuff like that, but all those things are better for my health, you know? So just a better morning routine, a better nighttime routine, and overall diet. Not that my diet was bad, but it's better. I mean, this guy's got like, you know, he's carved out of marble. He's eating good, but now he's eating his 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 veggies. One of you guys asked if it was hard for me to open up about my health to Joey. No, not at all. I mean, here's the thing. Like it's definitely something that I thought about after I opened up about my health online because like it's out there for everybody to see and everybody to learn about. It's part of who I am and it's part of my story. So it was like if I were to tell somebody about, you know, my experience with PCOS or like the changes that I made in my lifestyle and why these changes are important to me and like they didn't appreciate it or they like didn't have a desire to understand it, that person just like wouldn't be right for me. So you know, it was never yeah. something that I was worried about because it's just part of who I am. And I knew that like the right person would just like embrace it. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like you want to say those things earlier than later. Because yeah. if they are going to bother the other person and the other person isn't going to like accept those things about you that you are nervous to share with them. Don't wait. You yeah. know, don't yeah, waste you your time. don't want to wait. Yeah. You know, time is the one thing that we don't have an unlimited amount of. Yeah. So it's like say those things early. If they're not the right person, get out of that situation. I love this question because this is something that you're really good at. And this is really important for women's hormone health. And that is hitting protein goals. I think yeah. a lot of women don't understand the importance of hitting protein goals. Obviously, it's important for men too. But you're the king Everybody. of protein. What are your top tips for hitting protein goals? I mean, pretty much do anything you can <laughs> to hit at least one gram for the goal body weight okay. or your current body weight. So me, I'm like 185, 190 pounds. I try to get around 200 grams of protein every single day. They say like one to 1.2 grams. 
per pound. Okay. So, I mean, tips there, obviously try to eat as much real food as possible. That's the best thing you can do. Chicken, steak, whatever, you know, real food is most important. But that does not mean that it's not healthy to go have a protein shake or a protein bar or protein ice cream at the end of the night. If you even hit your protein goals, you're, I mean, definitely have those things. I have a protein shake every single day after my workout, which is 50 grams of protein. And then the protein ice cream is another 50 grams. So right there, that's 100 grams. That's half of my protein goal. The rest of the 100 in two meals, I can pretty easily get with a steak and some chicken or whatever. So, I mean, for guys, very important to hold on muscle mass and put on muscle mass. And then girls' muscle mass is very important as well, especially as you get older. It's going to help you with longevity and not getting injured. Muscles make you more durable. And then if you're, you know, as you get older, I mean, your body deteriorates along with your muscle. Like we've all heard the story, like old lady, old man falls, breaks her hip. You know, at a certain age, that's, you know, that's almost a death sentence. But if you're strong and you have a certain amount of muscle mass and you continue to work out and lift weights and stuff like that, you're going to basically limit the chances of you doing something like that. This next question is how to not let go of yourself once you're in a relationship. And I think for me, it's the opposite. You want to be your best for you. And then now you also want to be your best for somebody else. So if anything, it just makes me want to take care of myself even more. That's good. Yeah. Because, yeah, you do see, I see my, like some of my buddies that were super jacked, (laughs) super fit, and they find this relationship. And now that they get a little comfortable, stop going to the gym as much, they're like, oh, well, I found her. It's like, oh. So you were working out and being healthy for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, you were doing it to find a partner. Right. Like that should not be your motivation. Yeah. Get your priorities. To go into the gym. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's so true. Like sometimes, yeah, maybe it motivates me even more because like now there's someone else to kind of keep you accountable. Yeah. Like we both wake up together and now I'm like, oh, well, she's going to watch me not do this ice bath or not (laughs) go on this run. Right. If I don't do it. Yeah. Not that I would slack anyway, but it's like now there's another set of eyes on you. Yeah. If you do choose to take a day off. Oh, I'm watching you. you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to let everybody know when you skip the ice bath. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So maybe it is a little bit more motivating to be in a relationship in in my sense. But yeah, don't work out for the wrong reasons. Don't be healthy. Don't do these things to just find a partner. Last question. I think this is. A really great question, and that is how to tell if a relationship is serving you. Usually things are easier as a team. It shouldn't be harder. So if your life is getting elevated, your life's getting a little bit easier, you're having more fun, you're, I don't know, more excited to do certain things, like go to Costa Rica. You know, like if I was going on a trip and I wasn't necessarily stoked to be going with somebody, then it'd be like, oh. What the heck? But if like you're now more pumped to go to Costa Rica because I'm going with you. Yeah. Or like I'm more pumped to make dinner because I'm making dinner with you. And now we're going to cut the peppers <laughs> and we're going to do more fancy stuff and eat better food. Like it's got to add to your happiness. If it's not, then, you know, it's not serving you and it's not probably a good relationship. I think it's important to like love starts as like a feeling or like. Being with somebody starts as a feeling, but then it becomes a choice. So we were just talking about that. Right, yeah. It's like you you make that choice every day. That's super right. important. Yeah. Pay attention to how you feel when you are with that person. Do you leave the interaction or when you're with them? Like, do you feel drained or do you feel like energized charged and charged up? And 
are you excited to be with them? And do they bring out your inner child? And like, are you happy to be with that person? How is that making me feel? And is it improving my life? So really pay attention to, to how you feel when you're leaving an interaction with that person. I think those are all important things. And then if they're not serving you and you ask those, yourself those questions, like it's definitely time to leave because we don't got time to waste around here. Yeah. Last thing we're going to talk about before we go is traveling together. That was a question that came up a lot. I didn't even honestly, like, I feel like a lot of couples like this is like a defining moment is traveling together Yeah. because you learn a lot about somebody when you travel with them. There's a lot of variables involved. It's like airports are stressful. And then obviously like when you get to your location, you guys have the same idea of fun when it comes to travel, like downtime activities. But I feel like our trip was super fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel like it was a huge defining moment. No, but, but you know, like it can by be the book. It can be yeah, a, yeah. a defining moment. No, it definitely can be. And I think, I mean, you kind of figure out those things about each other, hopefully before you go on vacation, like those stressful moments. I mean, obviously for me, I'm very used to being in airports and it's yeah. like stressful for me. But I mean, we were, we knew what was our idea of fun before we went there. So it was like, we knew we wanted to do something fun and exciting and active, but when we also wanted to do some chilling at the Airbnb and just hanging out in the sun and going to the pool. And no, I think, I mean, that was like one of the best trips I've ever been on. Yeah. I'll share a full itinerary on my Instagram because I know there was a few of you asking, but yeah, we did horseback riding. We did zip lining. We went to see Montezuma waterfall and had chefs come to our villa, which was super fun. Yeah. But it was a really cool experience. And I was telling Joey Costa Rica is like one of the locations that I want to go to frequently. So whether it's like once every two to three months, like I just fell in love with the energy there and the lifestyle. And yeah, I absolutely loved it. So great place to go back, but we're going to leave the show with you giving everybody listening, like two pieces of advice, whether they are like single and looking for a relationship or they're in a relationship and they want to be like the best version of themselves or like really attract the right type of, of partner. What two pieces of advice do you have? Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, be you first off, like find out things that make you happy and do those things mm-hmm. that will ultimately attract somebody that also likes those things. Cause you'll find them at a run club or in the gym or whatever whatever it is that, that you like to do. So just be you, do what makes you happy and be in those spots. Like for my case, I don't drink much. I don't go to the bars. So I shouldn't be, you know, just cause I'm single. That's what people do when they're single is like go to the bars and look for girls. It's like, you're going to find the wrong, the wrong one probably. And then other than that, I'd say just make sure that you're truly happy by yourself. Don't be looking for somebody to make you happy. You know, that's not what a relationship's about. They're going to add to your happiness, but make sure that you're comfortable being alone and can live alone and get in your routine and feel like you're adding value to your life and maybe other people's lives before you go out there just searching for the missing puzzle. Such great advice. It's perfect. Where can everybody find you? Joey has so many great workouts on his Instagram. I love his YouTube. That's probably my favorite platform of his. He does vlogs every other Monday. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So where can everybody find you? It's Joey Mucho on absolutely everything. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, J-O-E-Y-M-I-U-C-C-I-O. Yeah, he's got a lot of great workouts, wellness tips. 
Yeah, he posts some embarrassing stuff of me on his story sometimes and YouTube. So if you want to catch (laughs) some embarrassing moments, you can catch them there. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me today. You can catch a new episode of Wellness Her Way every Monday. I want to hear from you, so please subscribe, leave a review for this podcast, and let me know what you thought of this episode. Be sure to follow at Wellness Her Way Podcast on Instagram to connect with me and send in all the questions and topics you'd like to hear about. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this amazing community. I'll see you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.